coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. Greatness started in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is What High School Did You Go To? With your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe Diverge. There he is. What's up? Dude. What's happening? Good morning. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm, gonna I'm ta- in shock. I'm going to like power chug a, a sip of coffee here real quick. Please. And, let's, uh, let's, I'll, I'll reset. You you chug because uh, this is going to be the start of the podcast yeah, right here. It, yeah. Go ahead and reset the table. Um, and what we know now, go ahead and throw in about, let's, you know, J- Josh Hurden and Sat obviously had a conversation yes. last night. Let, let's, yes. let's, let's, let's set the table. Let's here. start for the, let's set for the table. So. Uh, it, it is it is eight forty five right now. Um, I'm literally driving around. Uh, I'm literally right next to to collegiate, um, checking out where they're gonna they're gonna knock down these low income housing. So, um, but uh, it is it is at about seven fifty this morning. The Cincinnati Inquirer, um, I think their since their Cincinnati Bearcats reporter tweeted out that Scott Satterfield is expected to be the next coach of the Cincinnati Bearcats football team, uh, which is a shock. Um, the, the, like in some ways, a, a huge shock. In a lot of ways, others not. Um, here's what seems to be the general understanding, guys. Um, I, I don't. I, I'm having this from sources of sources, Ben, and, and what I think what I've heard both major radio stations say this morning. There appears to have been a conversation yesterday between Scott Satterfield and Josh Hurd, in which Scott Satterfield apparently asked for some kind of raise some kind of extension and what I, Josh, what I got told what I got told was 500k more per year that's I, I wasn't gonna put I, number yeah okay that's no I feel be, I feel good on the number I don't know about the years that were requested okay. on the extension that's what right. I haven't been able to hammer down but the number I feel pretty solid on 500k more a year and Scott and uh, Josh are you know, rebuffed and said you know what seven wins isn't good enough um, I, I will say I've been listening to radio. Nick Coffey has played the same quote from Josh Hurd about three or four times already um, saying where Josh Hurd said, you know, I've had a conversation, you know, you know, Scott and I know that seven wins is a solid season, but like we want to be in a better place. So we kind of laying the groundwork for, you know, I, I, I don't think, I mean, I, if you ask Josh Hurd, I'm sure he didn't think this was going to happen, but I think every person who's a Louisville fan in this space is, probably agrees that Scott Satterfield didn't deserve another fucking dime from this university for his performance against Kentucky the other, the, the other week. Um, so here we are. I, I, Chris, I, um, I'm about 80% ecstatic, 20% concerned, mostly from a recruiting standpoint. Um, I am, I, it was clear. And this, this, this underlines everything we know about Scott Satterfield. It was clear that he was not the man for this job. He did not embrace his community. He did not embrace the fan base. Josh Hurd now doesn't even have to pay his buyout, can go hire whatever coach. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Can hire whatever coach he wants, isn't hampered down by a buyout, um, gets to make the decision. Um, You know, the the, the fans were not going to be full. They weren't going to be full next year. Um, So the opportunity to inject some excitement into this fan, into this fan base, into this football program, I I cannot complain. The only 15, 20% where I'm at is damn it. It's a top 25 recruiting class and we got to move quick to keep that. Um, And I can fully expect we're not going to keep it fully 
But there's about three or four guys I think are still on the table, given what I understand their relationship with Adidas and what the university is, that if we get someone in in the next 48 hours, um, that we might be able to keep the big pieces together. Um, so I'll leave that there. I want to hear your thoughts, Chris, because I've talked for enough. Um, let's let's hear what you got to say. Well, a few things. Um, for starters, Scott Satterfield's a bitch. Like he he's he's completely <laughs> fake bitch made person. Like this is the this is the second time, I mean, that we know of that he pretty much secretly acted on his own. Um, you know, talking to a program. And this time he was able to take the job because he had some moderate success. But obviously, um, given the reaction on Twitter, it was very apparent that the players found out on Twitter, which is a uh, lot, yeah. man. That's that that just says. I mean, I, I mean, it, it, it says all you need to know. I you you can take your victory lap on on this whole thing if you want to be right. But after <laughs> after Boston College, <clears throat> we sat here and had the spaces about how I am tired of being gaslit into all these people saying Scott Satterfield's a good person and, and, and all these things when, you know, all of his real big actions have just been contrary to, to him being a, a quote unquote good person. Um, so I really don't want to hear anything because there will be a subset of fans that are going to say the situation was too toxic. We'll try to put this on the fans that he could never make it work. I, I don't want to hear that shit, man. I don't want to. The fans yeah. weren't like, I, I know you don't want to hear it either, but like, if that's what you've got to say, man, like, I, well, who are you? Like, where have you, like, what associations to, to the city and school do you have? Cause yeah. I, it's just, it's been obvious. Like we were sold a, a, you know, a false bill of health by this guy over and over. He's building a house. He loves the community. Like, right. like you said it, you said it in a text message. Where are the, where the fuck was he about Brianna Taylor? That clearly pissed him off. That pissed his wife off. Like yeah. and they were, they were never going to be Louisville people. And, and I'm not yeah, even. Yeah, asking. I mean, there I'm was not, there was never like we we grappled about that a lot of times about how much you need to embrace community where it doesn't really matter if you're winning, but if you're winning seven games, then man, you better be out there. And uh, Sad wasn't doing either of those things. And, and he now, did a better job this year. To give him some credit, he, I think he did a better job in the last twelve months than the you know the three years, four years before that. But still, even like like pointing to Kentucky game. Just getting dog walked by Kentucky over and over and looking lifeless and looking sure. like you don't give a shit about the most important game to every person in his fan base. It, it just it, it was never he never was going to be enough. He's not, I'm sorry, I'm stepping all over you, but keep going. No, I mean, that that kind of goes on to my to my second point that this situation never felt like it was going to going to work after. Exactly. I don't really I don't really know what the point of no return was. I don't think it was South Carolina. Um, that obviously, you know, put the first injection into the fan base of, of coming back to it. But it was probably the Syracuse game, really. After that happened and you opened the season with that performance, it never felt like it was going to get back to where he could make this work. Um, and, I, you know, I, I sit here just dogged him for, for 30 minutes. But obviously, my guy was pretty smart. Uh, to, to, to get out of this situation to where it felt like inevitably yeah. he was going to get fired at, at one one way or another. Um, it took a six year deal. Let's like it's a six year deal to Cincinnati. I mean, like it's you know that's 
it, you know, I, I saw, um, I forget the guy's name, but he used to be on, on, on SB nation. I was on two, four, seven, the FSU guys like, you know, like whenever there's like a wanted favorite son and we're going to, we're going to mention the B word here in a minute. Um, but whenever there's a favorite, a favorite son, like potentially like waiting in the wings for your job, like go take the guaranteed, go take the guaranteed money. Like coaching still a job. And like, if you're going to get deposed for some guy that is five, you know, three hours up the road, um, and you know it, then like, you're, you're kidding yourself if you don't take the guaranteed money, which I get. And like, you know, good for him. I, I it's hilarious to me. And I don't want to spend a lot of time like talking about the Cincinnati part of it, but if Scott Satterfield had issues with some of the things that, you know, like, I, I like if he didn't like the cityness of Louisville, what the mm-hmm. fuck does he think he's doing in Cincinnati? Like, yeah, sure, it, you can it, find it, a nice cushy it, house it, two hours away, but sheesh, man, like that's not that's you're not exactly going back to Boone. You're not heading on the scale back to Boone in terms of what your creature comforts are, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the definition of an urban college campus is the University of Cincinnati. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not really sure that's something that that Scott Satterfield exactly uh resonates with and not to mention it is actually two minutes further than to Boone, North Carolina than mobile was. So big shocker <laughs> there that, that uh, the, every time there was a job opening for those that are listening to this and aren't inundated with the little fan base, every time that there was a job opening uh, it was screenshotted how close that job opening was to Boone, North Carolina. And the, the job that he left for was actually further uh, for Boone, North Carolina. So that is very fun. Um, you know, I think there is some reasonable amount of pressure on Josh Hurd now. Obviously, there's going to be any pressure yes. when you're making any yes. type of hire. But to to go ahead and deny him that raise, you better have yep. some type of plan um, there pretty quickly <laughs> if you're going to do that. Because this is always – it's always a possibility in, in modern college football when you do that that this can happen. And, man, it just – I lost you first, Chris. Are you still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you cut out for a half sec, but I think you're okay now. Okay, I, I was just posing the question, are we really going to have two major coaching hires that didn't really have a coaching search at all on the heels of hiring Kenny Payne that right. – it, we were told it was a search, but it, yeah, I mean, come on. We're, we're not like kidding anybody. It was never really a search. Are we going to do that same thing here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's the million, that's the three and a half, four million dollar question at this point, right? Um, I will, to, to sort of reveal my thoughts, I have long been in the camp that I wasn't sure that, that Brahm is necessarily the best option for Louisville. Um, I, like I said, the 20% of me, that's not excited that Scott Satterfield left is the timing. Um, I, I, this team needs infusion of talent really, uh, especially offensively. Um, so I think, um, <clears throat> I, I think I'm okay with Brom if we can get it done in the next 36 to 48 hours, I think is where I'm at just because it allows us to have that, that kind of turnaround. I don't think it's necessarily the best long-term situation. I don't know what the ceiling of Jeff Brom is. I don't love the idea. I, I, I look at Kenny Payne. I look at what's happening and I'm like, Oh my God, do I want to do that? Do I want to like have this shepherded in, you know, former, former player um, guy, like again, do I, I'm, I'm already seeing how bad that can go. I don't think it's going to be any worse than Scott Satterfield um, 
in, in terms of the Brom situation, I, I need him to figure out like a defensive like mind. I, that's 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 to me always been the biggest question with Brom is like, can he figure out defense? Like they just they they just aren't they've never they've not really been that good defensively since he's been there, and that's not his expertise. Um, so they need to figure that out. Um, but I think like if we can't if if we can get my my option A is get Brom in in the next thirty six hours. Just because that's how you keep Ruben Owens. That's how you you keep some of these, uh, you know, the Madden Sanker kid. Clarkson, I'm not worried about. That guy's committed. That guy, like, that's, this is, this is a marketing venture for that guy. Like, I, he's just, he's just going to be here no matter what, I think. Um, it would have to be a really bad hire. And I'm sure, I'm sure Josh Hurd, I've been told Josh Hurd has, 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 you know, has Daddy Clarkson speed dial. So if you don't think he's going to be involved in that, that, that's what hours. I was going to ask you. What is what is Steve Clark Clarkson's involvement in the, in this hiring? Because it, it's so funny, man. It sounds ex- very extremely short sighted to say, you know, they need to make this hire with the focus of keeping this recruiting class. But they need right. to make this hire with the focus of re- <laughs> keeping this recruiting class. This is one of the best recruiting classes. It literally could be the best recruiting class in the history of the little football program. So you have got to keep that. Obviously it's not, it's not one a, but it, it is right. in the forefront of your mind when making right. this hire. Um, so, so is, is, is Josh heard talking to Steve Clarkson right now? What is that conversation looking like? Potentially. I, I, it really, it's, I have no idea. I think it's, I think it's figuring things out. I mean, like you said, I mean, I, I, I would not be surprised if I would not be surprised if Josh Hurd had a backup plan already. If 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 Brom if he did have a good idea that Brom or someone else, the mystery man, um, was already you know w- would be target A if he lost Satterfield. Um, I, I think that to me is going to be like if, if we're talking about Josh Hurd's like biggest tests. That to me is. Like if it comes out that Hurd was totally blindsided, had no idea, is left scrambling. If that's the reporting in the next 24 hours, um, that scares me. That scares me really bad. Um, I think he's, he seems to me to be a really smart, bright guy. He comes, you know, he comes from the world of politics. So there's a level of cunning that I think he has to be able to do this type of job and go kind of clean up this this mess per se, which it might not be that big of a mess, but you get what I mean. So I I, I I trust that he had a backup plan, but if that's if that's the reporting, then God, that's that's what concerns me. If if we're oh my God, we're at square one, we have no idea what we're doing. Um, we're gonna have to figure something completely different out. But I, I trust that he does. That's just that's the only that's the nightmare situation to me. But I, I I'm really hopeful we're not there. This just serves as a reminder not to be gaslighted by the the local media <laughs> that that no I, I don't say local media is all encompassing people that obviously served as mouthpieces for Scott Satterfield because they got access into the program. And right. that's un, that's right. unfortunate that you know, till the very end, till they were completely blindsided by Scott Satterfield taking this job, that they were relentlessly pr- protected a guy who just Set piece. It sucks for them, man. It sucks for them. Um, because I, again, I just implore the fan base to say, you know, the, the, all these people that tell you that you're wrong about this, wrong about this, wrong about this, you do not have to accept mediocrity. <laughs> you do not. 
So we're facing that with an entire different program. We know what's going on there. But just keep that in your head, man. These people don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about the program. It was readily apparent that Scott Satterfield did not want to be here. Did not care about the city of Louisville. Obviously didn't give a shit about the players because he bounced without telling them. Like, screw that guy, man. And screw the people that tried to protect him when they knew that this wasn't an abject failure. We don't have to put up with that, man. We should have fired the dude when we had the chance. (laughs) Uh, Outside of one quarter against Wake Forest, you know, this, this season just wasn't good enough. This season wasn't good enough. And I think, I think you're absolutely right. We listen, uh, there's so many coaches that go on and like, don't tell their players, but like, it's, it's really, it just just adds another dynamic to everything. Well, adds another dynamic, but I do want to say like, compare like literally like, like, the the prime the Deion Sanders video goes viral in the last forty eight hours uh, of like him telling his of, uh, of telling his players like it's just a way to handle it like you're a professional if you want to treat these kids like like adults then act like a fucking adult you don't just ghost your boss and say I'm leaving or ghost your coworker and say like you you go in you give your 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 resignation if that's one day if that's two weeks if that's two months. So I, 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 you know what, if he didn't want to be here, he didn't want to be here. He never wanted to be here. Like not like just everyone who was selling us the house and the camp being more in the community. Like, it's just like, it was BS from the start, bro. It was BS just, from the start and good riddance, good riddance. I, I, even if, even if this, this recruiting class isn't what it, it, it could have been, that's a bummer, but long-term, it's it, it, he isn't good enough, and he isn't he isn't meant to be the Louisville basketball coach, Louisville football yeah. coach. I, I, I'm I sorry, he, I, 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 I know he he's do a hire every year now, but but well, um, it just the, the the not player not telling the players part just really bothers oh, yeah. me oh, because yeah. because these 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 players clearly played hard for him. Like they still believed and sat even when things weren't going well. That was always the common refrain that yep, you know the, yep. these guys haven't gave no, up. You didn't believe in us. Up. You didn't believe in us, but we believed yeah. in us. Yes, absolutely. Great point. That's a great we point can, to bring we up. We can get some people to jump in here. I am traveling back from Columbus, so I may cut in and out of service. Um, but I am happy to to bring some people on. I don't know. Yeah, if I yeah. I contribute, but I can go. I can probably go another twenty ish minutes. So let's let's get let's get some folks on. Let's get well. Uh, Coop, Coop has been waiting the whole time. Coop, Coop is a Kentucky fan, but also lives in the Cincinnati area. So, uh, you know what? Let's you're on a short lease, Coop, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what's up. What's up, fellas? This is a sad day. No, a very sad day. <laughs> Kentucky absolutely dominates Scott Satterfield every year, <laughs> and now you all might actually hire somebody competent. And I I don't know. This is just a really sad day. I just wanted to end this by saying that Kenny Payne won those games. <laughs> Coop, what's what's the vibe in the Cincinnati area? What's the, what's what are you seeing from your Cincinnati friends? Are they uh, are they pissed? Are they mad? Or? The consensus seems to be what the fuck. <laughs> I think both fan bases are saying what the fuck to some general degree. Some in, some enjoy, some are not. But um, anything else, I appreciate. It. I appreciate you jumping up. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, like I said, it's just a really sad day overall. And <laughs> well, 
there will be no joy in, in Lex Vegas uh, this morning. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Too. See you. Um, see you. Take care. Take care. We will bring, I think Hayden was next. Oops. Nope. Not, not that. What is Hayden? Are you? I don't seem to have your request, Hayden. I see that you request a Hayden. So, oh, there it goes. There it goes. I just got him, man. You're good. Okay. Okay. Hayden. Yeah. Can you hear, can you hear me? We, we All can right. hear you, Hayden. So what's the, what's the, what's the thought? First off, I'm glad Satterfield's gone. Um, I think the next thing we've, we've got to do is get Kenny Payne on out of here, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> but the real, I, I think we all know where the coaching search is headed. Uh, I, I put my life savings on it, that it's going to be Jeff. And, uh, I don't like that higher. If we do that, I think that that, that, that was my whole issue with Kenny. I thought Kenny was a lazy hire when we put it. I, yeah. I mean, I would have rather had Mick Cronin than Kenny, but um, yeah. the question, the question is really, I think Jeff's not going to be getting another job anywhere. I mean, he'll be around until after TCU leaves the, uh, after the playoff concludes. So I think that Josh Hurd's ought to wait out till that and give Garrett Riley, you know, give him five, six million and see if that'll get him to come over here. I've heard the Garrett Riley name before, I think sort of beginning of the season as a potential option. I think when Purdue was as well, I understand where you're coming from on the Brown part. I mean, I do think like, it's an easy comparison to make to Kenny Payne. I think just situational, right? I do think they are different. I mean, Jeff Brom, he coached in a in a conference championship game this this past weekend. I think he's sort of in a natural. I will say for his part, I think he's sort of in a natural like ending point for Purdue, where I don't think you're going to get much better than where you are in terms of going to a conference championship game and getting your ass whooped by or you know playing playing Michigan hard. I guess, you know, definitely, definitely did that. But um, I don't know how much of a, you know, difference is. But so you said, you know, Garrett Riley, you know, I think my only concern with waiting out some, I mean, you said wait out the playoff, man. I mean, signing days in like, what, three weeks, two weeks? Am I off on that? That's my, that's, that's that, my only concern with, with that thought. But you've got to think if uh, the class never hinged on Satterfield, I mean, Pierce right. Clarkson is coming because Steve Clarkson works for Adidas. <laughs> I mean, you you get Josh Hurd to tell him, hey, we got a plan. Here's what we want to do. We're going to go after some bigger fish after the playoff is over. And if not, our, you know, have something that you could give some certainty that if you fail after the playoffs over on a Garrett Riley type guy, yeah. that you're going to have Jeff Brome come in. I mean, I don't know. These guys aren't committing here because of Satterfield. They're coming. Yeah, probably, of, course, of course. They've got a big NIL deal, and Steve Clarkson works for Adidas. I, I'm nothing you're saying there is wrong. Nothing you're saying there is wrong. I just think, I just wonder if you have to wait until end of December, January to get your, your head coach, then the, t- then the coaches that you would be going for would be then taking over, you know, would be, would be, would have all that time to, to, to get in with those recruits. That's my only concern, but I understand. I, like I said, I, 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 before, if you had asked me two weeks ago, 
you know, Scott Satterfield leaves is Jeff Brom the the one I probably say, you know, I'd like to do like a bigger search, right? But I think just the the nature of time, unfortunately, I think when when the when the you know the needles to the stone, um, Chris was out. Um, that will you know, it, it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, um, I mean, I trust I trust uh, Heard so. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I appreciate it, Hayden. No problem. Thank you. Have a good day. Um, I think – any any notes on that, Chris? I, I, I cut out during the entire duration, you duration did. of that. But, um, yeah, we'll just go to the next one because I didn't, I didn't hear, hear a whole lot of that. Sorry. No, you're all good. You're all good. Uh, I'm bringing up KY Storm. Hello. How's it going? You're not unmuted, but we can't hear you. Unless it's just me. Hello. Okay, we'll give you. We'll give you. We'll give you more time. Let's bring up uh, King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. Hey, what's up, Jake? I can. How's it going? How's it going? What, Let me tell you something, fam. What you Let me got? Tell you something, fam. Look, please. This has been, I don't even know why people are mad. I, I just woke up. All right, fam. That's my biggest <laughs> issue. Like, I, I even got to work tonight. In fact, we got Monday Night Football, Sports and Social. I'll be DJing that ish. If you want some really fun fun, you can do that. It's going to be dope. It's going to be a healing yeah. party today because he should have been gone. <laughs> I don't know why we act like he should have been gone. There's no energy. Kenny Payne should be gone. Amen. Fact, bro, let's keep it a buck. Everybody. We might need a cleansing, and we need a cleansing big time, and it's okay. And let's talk about the environment of these games lately, not football and basketball. It's been the same. It's lifeless, and you know why? Because we know there's better out there, and some of these coaches do, and some of these kids do, and it shows. Like, bro, I really do believe it's bigger than just coaching. It's culture, and let's keep it a buck, man. I'm going to ask everybody right now. Last time you seen a Louisville player at any party, any event. You think it doesn't? I can't say. I, I, I'm not a party. Look, 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 look. I'm, not, I'm, e- not, e- I'm no longer. Even if you're no longer a party, we have Instagram. We have pictures, bro. Yeah, of course. Bro, there's nothing for these kids to do. There's no culture. Even tailgating is basic as hell. Like, bro, let's keep it a buck. We this, Respect. We got this PG-13 yeah. mentality when these kids know what they can really get. Bro, do you see Jackson State? Fam, let me tell you something, bro. I went to WKU. All right? So I graduated uh-huh. and party. Let's keep it a buck. <laughs> bro, there's only one reason to go to Western. It's because it's too yeah. close to Tennessee State. It's too close to the Titans. Not too far from home. Not too far from Memphis. Bro, I've, been, I've seen Jackson State. They've never been that lit. Deion Sanders went there and changed the culture of something that was already dope. You got people not wanting to go to Alabama to go to Jackson State. Do you know what there is doing Mississippi? Exactly nothing. <laughs> so my thing is this. It's bigger than just Satterfield. Satterfield was this boring vanilla. Why the hell would you want to play for this guy? He's somebody's granddad, <laughs> bro. There's no fire. Where'd you get him from? Appalachian State. Nobody cares. 
the thing at the end of the day, you got to show me some fire and some fight. But the entire the entire board at the time of these hirings were passive. When you have passive people yeah. in charge, you're going to have passive progress. And that is what the entire University of Louisville has done. And I'm sick of it. Like, it's it's everywhere. And it's not just the institutions. It even breaks down to the media. Hell, why do you right. think more people are on Twitter listening to things like this than they are listening to K790? People are sick and tired of people just pretending like everything's okay. But it is okay. We're going to get a new coach. And honestly, I don't give a damn who it is. As long <laughs> And they have some fire. We can get the coach from Atherton right now. Because let's be real. When's the last time we came a damn about that school in football? It's all about building cultures. Give me a t- give me any coach that can build yeah. culture, and I'll give you a championship. Respect, man. I, I, that I needed that. that. I needed that, man. That's that's <laughs> that's some of the stuff that we've talked about during the entirety of of Scott's tenure. Is that this is a guy who never fit. With the city of Louisville. Hell no. He, um, he, we don't even bite this dude. Bro, people like this, bro. I work in country music, okay? I work for a country radio station. I've never seen Satterfield go to anything. be related. Yeah. And if he does go, you can tell. <laughs> Nobody wants to drink with that guy. Nobody wants to party <laughs> with that clown. And you know how this city works. Let's keep it a buck, bro. Louisville is the biggest tribalistic city in the world, man. We all got our little groups. We all hang with our little groups. Yeah. And on certain days, those groups blend, and we see what these other groups do, and that's how we build. That's just how the family of Louisville is. That man fit with nobody. Yeah. He had a virtual stink on him since he walked in the building. And honestly, he should have been gone. But we kept him around like a big girl with good credit. Bro, it don't work like that. <laughs> he didn't bring nothing to the table. And I'm so glad he's gone because he's mediocre. Listen to Kentucky fans. Bro, real talk, I'm loving Satterfield because he's showing me Kentucky fans know this. Their highest win in the last 30 years is beating Louisville. Amen. Best thing you've done in 30 years is beat Louisville. And if you look at the records, they Kentucky and Louisville got the same record. Same success, and we are glad our coach is leaving. And you're giving yours an extension <laughs> because you're basic and mediocre. You've done nothing in 30 years. You, you, I couldn't have said it better myself. I couldn't have said it better myself. I, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, I appreciate everything you're saying about the culture. You know, we've been we've been trying to to mention that. Um, like I said. The, the stands were going to be empty, like no matter what, who, who came in, they were going to be empty. There's an opportunity to, to inject, inject a, a new flavor, something new, some excitement, some fire. Like you said, need fire, man. This guy, this guy, so many losses, just, you know, ho-hum, all shucks. I was tired of getting all shucks, man. It's fucking bullshit. Where, where you said you don't care, but do you have a preference? I mean, Brom, Brom seems to be name one, two, and three, but where, where are you at, man? If you give me Braum, I know at least that we are going to have a different fight when it comes to fighting, when it comes to playing Kentucky. One, yeah. let's keep it a buck. Kentucky's really wasn't even that hot this year. But like this, man, like I told you, I went to Western. All my homies are Tennessee and Georgia fans. The only time I see Kentucky fans even talking is when they're about to play us because they know yeah. what's going to come. 
right. every year. A tradition like no other, losing to Tennessee. Like, the biggest issue is we do need someone like a Braum because Braum at least understands the culture. Braum at right. least understands that, you know what, bro, if you mess up here, you can't even come home. You know what it's like yeah. here because you can't even go to an Applebee's. With, That's Braum. <laughs> yeah, yes. But bro, you know how this city is. People talk loud here. We got thunder over Louisville. Like the city stays over ninety decibels. So like, we gonna, you gonna hear that criticism? This is like a small microcosm of New York. As bad as it is, the media focuses and everybody focuses on one entity at one time. Let you avail. And the thing is, we need a coach that can handle it. The cool thing about Brahm is this. I'll tell you this. As much as they beat him down, we got to remember, he's in the Big Ten. And yep. if people haven't been paying attention, and you see, the Big Ten is pissed off because people forgot who the Big Ten was. The SEC, yeah, everybody has the culture, but they had a really great media push that got that culture up. Paul Feinbaum yeah. does not get paid enough. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> like he ripped, Paul Feinbaum, and I even tell you this, Matt Jones get paid enough and he made his own business hell he got i heart by the hooks and <laughs> but like my thing but that's the thing though it's a culture thing right ramen he's gonna understand that culture he's gonna understand more eyes are gonna be on him those ex-players the eric woods are gonna be like yo i'm looking at you your michael bushes yo i'm looking at you your Dion branches it's a little bit more personal so yeah. me personally, I'm cool with a Brom, but at the same time, I'm I'm like the same way with everybody else. Quit looking for the basic answer, man. Yeah, like you got people like at Minnesota, the Waters. That's my biggest dudes. Like Iowa State, taste and really test some of these HBCUs. That's where people really be sleeping on. When I mm-hmm. tell you it's culture, when I tell you what Deion Sanders did, he just went in there and talked to kids the same way that. No, grown men talk to grown men. Yeah, he's not talking to them like they're boys, man. He's just telling them straight up, "Hey, yo, look, I'm about to go." And before he left, he was like, "Hey, yo, look, this is how you operate when this is going on. This is how you operate at a party." Yeah, like, it was deeper than coaching. It was culture. We got to find someone like that. And that's why I really don't care about the name. Names, names don't mean nothing. Character means everything. That's the issue. You can't change character. You can change yeah. the name, but you can never change character. So we just need to find someone with character, class, and who can build a culture. And if they can't yeah. do those three things, they do not deserve this job. Fair enough. Fair enough. I couldn't, uh, you know, that's that's comprehensive, and I appreciate it. Any, uh, any last thoughts before we let you go? Man, honestly, dog, I love what y'all doing. Um, my appreciate name is DJ that. Miles B. I'm, I do D, I DJ all around the city. In fact, we do Monday Night Football at Sports and Social on 4th Street Live. Believe it or not, we're not dead. It's still fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but not for real. We give away, like, um, I give away, like, gift cards, stuff like yeah, that. And, I, and honestly, bro, if y'all ever want to get the, the get, get this program bigger, I like what y'all doing here, let me know, dude. Like, we'll roll ask, up. We'll I, I tell, up. I'm for real. Yeah, ask my people. like, bro, they can tell you, when we do it big, we do it loud, and it gets crazy. Jim, man, appreciate y'all having me on today. Yeah, anytime, man. Anytime. That was great. Gabe, I am so sad that we didn't get a week of Deion Sanders to Louisville. I know. Man, it really it really didn't line up, did it? It's it such really a did. bummer. It really is such a bummer. What what he is talking about, I think a lot of people have said different ways, and I appreciate that because I needed that wake up. Uh, that yep. I, I don't need any more coffee. I, I, I'm <laughs> glad I had that. Um, but 
you need somebody with juice. Like you need, yeah. I, I, I really agree and resonate with him saying that the name doesn't matter so much as because we feel, we feel good about, you know, a lot of these highly touted recruits coming in. Like we just talked about, if you can make the hire and kind of sure that up. So you need, you need somebody who has all that other stuff, the juice, right. like you need somebody who's going to fill up the seats, man. It was depressing this year at, at the Cardinal stadium, even in the potential moments where it felt like, you know, oh my gosh, here's another opportunity for Scott Satterfield. It, the stands didn't really bubble. They didn't really pop off. No. I mean, Florida State, that was a good crowd, and it still wasn't really that full, 75% maybe. After that, it was pretty trash. Um, it was it was pretty trash. Yes, so you, need, you need someone that is going to fill up the stands on day one. And man, yep. that's that's if there is a feather in Jeff Brom's cap, that is definitely one right there. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we'll bring up. I, I'm gonna have to sneak out soon, but we'll bring up. We'll bring in K, KY Storm, and then we'll. Yeah, you want to go to nine nine thirty? Yeah, yeah. Let me let's let's go to nine thirty. We'll, so if you want to hop in, this is your last call for for folks hopping in. KY Storm, I think we got you. I think I heard you snapping. No, that was Chris. Try yeah, mute, unmute. Give you. I think it's loading. It's just circling. I see that. Oh, I don't have the circle. I have it as it's working for him. Yeah. I apologize. But we'll leave it. We'll leave him there. And, and if he hops in, he hops in. Um, yeah, it's, I see. I see. Um, Cincinnati has uh, gone ahead and announced Scott Satterfield. Also saw, I wanted to mention, Mike Rutherford mentioned that he was texting with a assistant coach they found out via Twitter as well, uh, which is very funny. Um, and also, Jeff Brom has a 10 a.m. presser to talk about the Citrus Bowl. So if he doesn't come out oh, for that's that, awesome. then, that's if, awesome. he doesn't, if he doesn't come out, then we know what's up, bro. We yeah. know what's up. Um, absolutely I just, crazy. Man, I again, I, I just want to hammer home the point about – if you if you believe like something is not acceptable at the program, you're entitled to that belief just as much as anyone else. Just because someone doesn't have a microphone, you you don't have to be told that you're wrong. When we look Absolutely. back, when we look back at the Scott Satterfield tenure, it'll be a few things, and one, it'll be defined by him never wanting to be here, like we've spoke about a lot, and two, yeah. it'll be defined by completely average coaching. There was never a time to where his results were continuously acceptable. Mm -hmm. There were a few pops. The Wake Forest game was obviously a freak occurrence for a lot of different reasons based upon how that game played out. But in general, we didn't have to be okay with this. And I just yeah. really want to hammer home that point. Um, he's requesting again. I'm going to try one more time to see if yeah, you try. Out. I'm going to have you try to see if it makes any difference. And it then, says you uh, can speak. See, and now it's now it's requested for me. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Gotta love Twitter spaces. Gotta love yeah. Elon. Get on this shit. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's try and wrap this up, Chris. I think then, if 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 unless anyone last second. Um, I, I more to come. Obviously, I have a feeling this isn't going to be the last time you and I talk in the next. Uh, 48 hours. Um, so let's, you know, it's interesting. I, I think 
if you could, like you said, if I think if you could d- describe the Scott Satterfield era in like one word, one sentence, it would be it would be sort of meh, average, like average, 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 average from from the guy you hire to his personality to the results on the field to his reaction to civil unrest in the city of Louisville <laughs> to every of course complete facet of the tenure average. Mark Ennis, I think the very first day that Scott Southfield said he was a sensible salad and that couldn't have been more right. But in, in the ways that you don't want, um, it's like, it's fine. Like you'll eat your vegetables, but no one's writing home about vegetables. Um, you know, no one's writing home about, about a, about a house salad. Um, you know, maybe the (laughs) ranch is all right, but, but no one's writing home about it. And, um, I, I'm I'm with you know I'm with Game of Nerds man. There's got to be an, an there's got to be an infusion in culture. I'd hope that Kenny Payne would do that for this basketball team. And I think it's just the winning the you got to do some winning you know. Um, so I, I really am looking for someone who can just fire the fans up. And yeah, I, I think like you said, if if there's one thing that's a feather in Jeff Brom's cap is that. He's gonna he's gonna get people out. He's gonna get the certain community, the you know, I mean, the Trinity Saint X community, uh, that kind of you know portion of the fan base out. I I hope it's. I think he he's a Louisville person, you know, and and, and we obviously love our Louisville people around here. He would be here. I, I would think he would be here for a very very long time unless something like really big came along. Um, maybe in the NFL, I've heard he's always been interested in that. So. I think you're looking at a coach potentially for the long term, which would be good. But I am interested if if he says no, man. Like, yeah, I'm interested in very, very much so. I I don't necessarily think the perfect coach is Jeff Brom. I think he's out there. So we'll we'll see what happens. But it seems like option one, two, and three again are Jeff Brom. So let's see if he'll take us to the prom this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone is going to stress home the importance of an extensive coaching search. Um, but what we talked we talked about at the beginning, uh, this is the biggest recruiting class in the history of global football. So while it may seem short-sighted to make the hire on who can get these guys to come, that's got to be in part of your mind. It has to be in part of your mind because this is a program-changing recruiting class. And when you can get these guys in at the height of systematically, obviously, college football is changing. I, I mm-hmm. think some – I think some old guards are, are, are maybe not going to be the old guards or the new guards and more. Yeah. So yeah. if you can get in on the forefront and you can get a guy like Ruben Owens, a canvas, and you can get a guy, obviously Pierce Clarkson is going to come here no matter what we see that. But if you can get some of these other guys here, that has to be at the forefront of making this higher right now. That's just the cards that Louisville is being dealt. I'm not saying that you have to settle because of that, but you have to keep that in mind. Absolutely. Well, we p- plenty more to come, Chris. I'm sure uh, we will see what what happens moving forward. But thank you, everyone, for who hopped in. This is a good crowd. We'll we'll I'm sure we'll have one of these as soon as we have some kind of clarity on on what's next. Um, and if not, you and I will 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 do a pod here in the in the next bit. But thanks, everyone, as always. Thanks, Chris. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy. You know, hopefully, you don't need any coffee after this. But uh, take, <laughs> take care.